What if I told you finishing last in the standings doesn't mean you're the Savas? Respectfully. What if I told you Cinderella was part Jewish and part Italian? McDougal Sports Radio's 30 for 30 presents The Gooby Rule. Suavemente, besame. Que quiero sentir tus labios besándome otra vez. Suavemente, besame. Que quiero sentir tus labios besándome otra vez. Suave, besame, besame. Hello, boys, and welcome back to another exciting, exciting podcast. Uh, I'm just going to get right to it. We have been waiting for this man to come on for decades, boys. We finally got him. You know him as the Persian Prince, Rodeo Ron, Big Red, Ronnie Zangs. How we doing? Doing pretty good, my man. Pretty good. You know why? Because I'm a fucking winner. And Savas Meyer is a loser. <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> why don't we why don't we dive into that real quick? What's I know Tim was talking a lot of crap. I'm sure you listened to the pod. I'm, I mean, I'm you're three for three. Stop you, stop you right there. I didn't even listen to podcasts. You know why? Because I don't listen to jabronis. I don't need it. I block out the noise and I focus. When it's time, when it's winning time. I become like Jordan. I get fucking Zen, Zencaster, and boom, I perform. Shout out to Zencaster. Um, we also, this is going to be something interesting. So, Rudda couldn't make it, who's in the championship with, with me, Tony Gumbo. Mm. And he sent me some recordings. So, we'll see. He's going to okay. jump in from time to time. I'll, I'll pause it, but... Here's his, his first one, his introduction. Thanks, Jake and Calvin. Excited to be here. Um, not. Okay, so I actually, I'm not here. This is a recording. All these questions have been pre-recorded, and I trust Jake and his editing skills to make it seem like this podcast um, is happening in real time. So um, what I'm up to, so I'm actually in Los Angeles on my way to San Diego for New Year's. Uh, so I'll be in... LA and in San Diego through the first week of January. So that's what I'm up to. That's why I'm not on the pod. Um, but nevertheless, we'll be watching a lot of football this weekend. I'm in, in two fantasy football championships and I'm planning on getting uh, two uh, fantasy football trophies shipped to Bethesda. So that's what I'm up to. Uh, what about you guys? Yeah, Zangs. How about, how about you? I always like to do this on the pod. People want to catch up, see how you're doing. How's life? You're down in Florida. What, what's what's going on? Well, you, you like the ketchup. I prefer the mustard. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just um, right now currently doing little podcast action with the boys, watching the Jets. Trevor Simeon just threw a pick six. So, nice. Uh, if anybody started him, you get a negative six, I guess. Oh, actually, you know what? Who got negative six or negative four points? That was Tim Meyer. I'm oh, sorry, sorry, Thomas Meyer. And I believe that's uh, how I put the nail in the coffin and took home the championship and made him officially Savas. Um, so pour one out for Savas Meyer and the pick six. You know, that was perfect timing. Just write a nice intro. But yeah, everything's good. I'm just in Florida, you know, holidays. 
living living in the city. The trophy, the championship trophy, sitting nice right on the, my uh, ledge, overlooking the window, and it's uh, actually looking down on Marinelli because he's a little man, a little hairy, <laughs> a little hairy boy who'll never ever have a championship because he's a crumbler. Speaking of crumbler, has anybody ever had those crumble cookies? Uh, like the crumble, C-R-U-M-B-L or whatever? Yeah, I think uh, Marinelli and his wife are like 99% stakeholders in it. Um, that, wouldn't, <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. Um, <clears throat> well, good to hear, man. We're, we're excited. We can't wait to see if you still know. I think there were some things that Tim said that maybe you don't know anymore. So... Oh, did he? I mean, I, like I said, I did not listen to that podcast because I, you know, blocked it out. I, I told my boys, come out, perform. They did because that's what winners do. That is what winners do. Now, one thing that came up, and this is going to lead me into my next uh, my next segue here with, with Rutta, but what's your thought on kickers? Were you one that voted for kickers or against kickers? I, I love the kicker. I mean, it's another angle that you're looking at and you're – because yeah, you can have uh, Justin Tucker, or you can have uh, I don't know who's Tucker is Greg Aubrey Aubrey for the Dallas Cowboys. Like you have like a kicker who's money, and but a lot of times you got to look factor in. Like if it's a Sunday and you're playing in Chicago and it's like crazy wind, you know what? You're not playing that kicker. You so you go out and get somebody else. So like it, there you know there's some strategy involved there. So I'm all for keeping them. Okay, Rudder, what do you think? It's honestly laughable that we're still even debating kickers they each again more or less produce a hundred and change points each season but their points fluctuate you can have two points and then 18 points the next week and i pulled up the numbers this year kickers determined 63 percent of an outcome if we had no kicker in either of those games the other opposing team 63 percent of the time would have won that's absolutely horseshit. It's not necessary. Get rid of kickers. Keep defenses. Not IDP. Just keep defenses. Let's try season without kickers. Uh, that being said, Jake, you should probably pick up a kicker um, for our upcoming game. It'd be pretty smart for you to play kicker. And hey, I also got lucky. If Sharf had a different kicker this past week, um, he maybe would have won. His kicker pulled his hammy in the middle of the game. That kind of sucks. So yeah, let's get rid of kickers, guys. It's not worth it. It's not fun. Um, and let's root for the big boys. The big boys. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, a little rebuttal right here to Rutta, and I'm gonna put him in his place, and I bet you he's not even gonna respond. And <laughs> you know, I'm gonna tell you this. Okay, yeah, they determined the outcomes, right? Okay, Brees Hall. I have him in my other league, which I'm in the championship in. Got me 37 last week. Week before that, he got me two. So I mean, talk about ebbs and flows. Like it's just like any other player. It doesn't like. It's not, he's not determining outcomes. You can do that with any position, so I don't buy it. you got to keep it. Yeah, but I, I think Tim brought it up too. It's one of those where you're almost rooting Excuse for me, his a name team. Is his name is Oh, Savage. yeah, sorry, sorry. Savage Jamal Meyer. Uh, he had brought up that it – I don't know. I don't know. It's like you're rooting for the team to get stopped at the 40 or the 35 so that they can score 5.2 points. You know, Maybe we go back to the old kicking rules so you don't make it as – you know, young young Hoku goes ahead and drops twenty. That's the only reason that I won last week. Without him, I I wouldn't have made it. I would have scored like sixty points. But whatever. You used to be a young ho, so it's in you. I used to be. I used to be. Uh, well, before we get into all the fantasy football stuff, 
do you want to talk about the Canes at all in today's yeah, kind of... Let's do a little recap there. I mean, I watched probably like second quarter, third quarter of the game. And, you know, I know we got a good recruiting class. I heard that's it. Like, you know, this recruiting class was sick and, you know, we're trending in the right direction. We're basketball school. I, I don't see I, – I don't like the way college football is going. You know, I don't like FSU, but – you know, they're just picking teams that they think is going to put on the best product. It's just a horseshit product these days. It's not like, uh, I mean, not that it's not it like used it used to be. be. Yeah. It, even before it didn't used to be great when it was just like a BCS computer nonsense, but, but it's a broken system. They, I mean, it should just be the championship, the champion from each power five conference, but then like they're Oklahoma joining sec, just a bunch of nonsense. Like it, college football is broken in my opinion. So I, uh, I, I agree with you. Steered away my, from it. Go on. No, no. I, I guess this is veering away from the Canes and talking more about like CFP. But I saw something on Twitter today. I'm not sure if it was like Brian Kelly, but it was breaking things down in regions. Was it Chip Kelly? Tier, or sorry, who did I say? Brian Regis Kelly. 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 I, I saw that. Yeah, that was great. I, I agreed with his uh, thing. Yeah. Right. Was was this the one where there's four regions? It's like West, Midwest, yeah. South, and, and East. You have a tier one, tier two, and tier three. And it's basically like the Premier League where you get relegated and you get promoted and, and all that fun stuff. So I think even the Canes were in tier two just with how bad we've been. But um, I don't know. I think they were lethargic. A lot of people were sitting out. We, 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 we got to hit the transfer portal. Yeah, we, I mean, we were never winning that game. The spread was Rutgers minus one and a half. Like, Rutgers was like trash in the Big Ten, and we weren't favored. And it was actually the Zangs versus Zangs Bowl. I mean, so, most people know this, but I transferred from Rutgers after one semester. To That's the, right. To the U, yeah. So, yeah, the old uh, Rutgers got the best of me, the Jersey Guidos. <laughs> was, weren't they known for, like, their own version of an STD or something? Um, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They call it like Scarlet Letter, the Scarlet Clap, or something. But they also had these things. It was wild. So freshman fifteen was like a real thing. Like coming out of high school, believe it or not, I was pretty skinny, and, and then I just show, then I just show up at uh, you know Rutgers, and I'm just uh, they have these things called fat sandwiches. So it was like you'd go like to the frats, and when you're a freshman first semester, like they they didn't allow you to rush. By some friends that were in some of their frats. So you go to their houses, and then, like, on, you know, College Ave, there was uh, these trucks. They call them the grease trucks. So it was basically like a, a ho- like a hoagie, and they'd fill it with mozzarella sticks, chicken fingers, french fries. And I was just, like, no crushing one every night. Yeah, it was so bad. <laughs> and uh, this body that used to be a six-pack became just uh, Chubber Zangs. <laughs> is, is, that where you, is that where you got the shoulders from? Although yeah, I had the shoulders, I had the shoulders back in high school, but then I got got the stomach. But then, then I transferred to U, and uh, you know that's so when I leaned out, and then chubbed out, and then leaned out, and then chubbed. Yeah, out. always make chub <laughs> out. Uh, well, talking about all these nicknames, uh, we had come up with this, and, and I guess I should bring it up. We tried to get EJ, but EJ uh, called us both fat and no. didn't want to join. I'll, I'll read you Calvin's the text. Sick. Let me read you the text here. Hold on. I said, EJ, I know you're probably at a hair loss clinic right now, 
but why don't you join the podcast with me and Jake tonight? He said, I'm at dinner. I said, you should leave. You're looking fat. And then he got he got angry and said, <laughs> said okay, fatso. And then Jake said, dinner with who? He said, your mom. And Jake sent the melting face. Yeah. So <clears throat> EJ, longtime listener, loyal listener, listens every week. Can't wait to <laughs> can't wait to hear his reaction there. But uh, speaking of these things, we, we I think I had come up with it or whatever we agreed. We want to get into a, a quick little mock draft, huh? I, I think that'd be a great call. Draft day, history in the making, where lives are changed, and the clock is always ticking. So, what is the mock draft yeah. about? The mock draft is going to be. The S best S A E nicknames. So we can just kind of go one for one. We'll go down that route and then we'll pick four or five of our good ones and one bad one, but it could be anyone in S A E. What is this other agenda? S A E events, celebrity couples, stats. What is that? Those were the other mock draft ideas. Okay. Got it. So we're doing uh, S A E nicknames. Yeah. So we're gonna do SAE nicknames, and then we'll get into all the the McDougal stuff. Um, but yeah, you're the guest. You go first, and we'll take it from there. So we're just saying like our favorite nicknames for people in the frat. Yeah, it could have been nicknames that you made up, which I'm sure you made up a bunch. <laughs> um, if you want me to go first, I I can take one. No, no, and, no, no. I'll, I'll leave it off. Uh, I mean, I gotta give a shout out to my man. Uh, Slilo. <laughs> so Eli, Slilo, Eisenstadt, that's, uh, you know, probably one of my favorites. And he just, you know, he had those like sleazy moments, but always a great guy. And then like when he was hammered, although he called himself Bonesaw, but I liked him as Slilo. So, uh, cause he had a record deal with, uh, Slilo Records. Slilo and, uh, Records. Was, was that also a partnership with Hilo Tickets? It was. They would they would do like uh, little sound bites and intros for like uh, Hilo's, you know, music content on the website. <laughs> uh, well, that's that's a good pick. I'm I'm sure you're gonna get his vote. So mine's actually you you kind of said it. Mine is going to be for Michael Eisenstein, and it's gonna be Bone <laughs> Bone Man B O N E S Bones. <laughs> So that's going to be my first pick. Um, second one, I don't know. This It's just, I don't know how it came to fruition. You might know this better than me, but Moot. Like, there was nothing to do with his name, right? Like, it was Scott Caston. It had Everyone to do with, Moot. Uh, yeah, Moot's a good one. It had to do with Call of Duty. And, like, I'm not a big Call of Duty player, but I knew, I think there's some correlation between Moot and Call of Duty. But that's, it did come from that because freshman year, everyone, because I transferred in second semester freshman year, everybody would hang in Moot and Stefan's dorm room and they would just play Call of Duty. Like Hirsch would be in there, Hanson, Wilmer, like all these guys were always in their room. And somehow it just became Moot. I, I think it had something to do with Call of Duty. I'm not 100% sure, but um, okay, that was the... Uh, you know, that's where it stemmed from. Um, and then, so it's my pick now? Yeah, so you got two. I mean, 
Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how this wasn't the number one overall pick. It'd have to be Suave P. Like, I mean, are we kidding here? <laughs> like, we have a fucking, like, Savas Bull. Like, I mean, like, how can Savas not be the number one overall pick? Suave P is just the uh, next level, you know, guy. I mean, the first time I met him, I think he was dressed up as an Oompa Loompa. Uh, <laughs> I remember that picture. He might have been a Smurf. He might have been a Smurf. And Definitely. I, I said, like, hi. And he's like, hi, I'm Savas. And I was like, nice to meet you, man. And he's like, ha, do you want a shot? And I was like, I'm all right. And he's like, hm, you need to get on my level. And I was like, all right, bro. First of all, get on your level. I mean, I have to, like, drop, like, four inches and <laughs> like, like a certified midget. That's, but, uh, that's what he wanted. Would you say that? He did Savas would be whenever you get married. Do you think Savas would be your best man? <laughs> Dude, he texts me and Sean nonstop. <laughs> he, he texts me the other day, uh, just on Christmas. He's like, "Merry Christmas, you filthy animal!" <laughs> <laughs> and then I sent yep. him. There's a great meme. I got to show you this. You know the black, the black guy with the huge wiener. Yeah, the one that was like going around the guy who like died, but he was like the. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, let me send this to you. So, it's so good. <laughs> so, there's a picture of Kevin McAllister looking at, uh, who's the guy from, like, you know, from Home Alone. Yeah. He's, he's looking at a photo, which is supposed to be a photo of Buzz's girlfriend. I just texted you. I just texted <laughs> you. But instead, it's the picture of the black guy with a dick. So, I sent that picture to Savis, and then he hearted it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta send this picture around in the group we will we will i think i think what you have to do just moving forward is any messages that you get that are worthy <laughs> screenshot and throw it in the mcdougall group chat um okay. i think people will definitely get a good kick out of it but uh <laughs> this one's this one's pretty good um all right well that's your second so then you have a third before i go on the mind Third, I'm gonna have to go with Mutaton. Parlaying oh. off your Moot one, I mean McCat, Chris McCat, we used to call him Mutaton, and then Moot would get so pissed because he'd be like, "You're insulting me. You're calling me basically McCatton." And I was like, "No, he's Mutaton." <laughs> uh, that that was definitely my next pick, but I'm gonna go with two. QB one with Crow is just kind of a staple, I feel like. So yeah. that that one's an easy one, and then I, I'm gonna go with Rodeo Ron. You got the name right now, Rodeo Ron. I mean, you've had a million nicknames, and I think I haven't laughed harder when you came up with Rodeo Ron for yourself. It just it it cracks me up every time I say it. Rodeo was a good one. Um, uh, okay, and then so back to me. I have one pick left. You have one. Well, let's do five. Do two more, and I'll do one. Okay. We'll do two unless, more. unless you don't have any more. No, no, I can uh, muster them up. Um, what about? I mean, I don't like. This is a nickname I used to call him. Uh, a couple. I used to call him Marinelli Marismelli. You know, obviously, because I don't really actually know why I used to call him Marismelli. I think because he didn't really smell, but. Anyway, I just call him Marismelli. But then I'd also, like, if I wanted to really insult him, I'd 
take a combo of two people that I just didn't like. I used to call Marinelli Lenny Busto, LB action. <laughs> that was just like a real low blow. Like if you wanted to get somebody, you're like, oh, you're fucking Lenny Busto. Like, it's just like the ultimate bad combo. Or like a Bergman or something like that. Yeah. And then uh, another one that was like kind of like an inside one was uh, for Joey. I used to call him Rapasnort, like because they're pretending like he did cocaine. And we used to do this thing where like, we'd cut up fake lines on my finger. Like we'd just be on like out in the IM fields. I'd cut up fake lines and make him snort a fake line off my finger. And one time he actually got a bloody nose from it. Like, as if no like, way. Yeah, it was actually wild. Like, he like sniffed too hard, a pretend cocaine. There's nothing there. And he actually got a bloody nose on the soccer field, I think. It was actually pretty Rap a snort. I, I think you're going to win easily on this one, but uh, I guess I'll, I'll finish it out on this. It's going to be Hawaiian Mike. I mean, good Hawaiian dude. Mike. Very easy name, but Pledge Brother, Omicron, just like your boy, Tiago. Tiago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, well, there there we have it. Do, do you want to do a worse one? I can't really think of a worse one right now. A worse nickname. Or just like a really bad nickname, like one that had no thought to it. I guess, I don't know, maybe, what the fuck was Cheech? I know they called EJ Cheech, but what, what was that? I didn't understand the reference, like Cheech and Chong. He hated it. He hated I, I didn't it. Even I didn't call him Cheech. I didn't like Cheech. I didn't really, I never called him Cheech. Yeah. I don't know. What was, what was uh, Vecchione's DJ name? DJ Ritual. <laughs> DJ Ritual. <laughs> that one. That, I'll go with that one. That was pretty D- bad. That, that, that's a good answer. DJ Ritual. Um, well, there you have it. So we got we got mock drafts. If we forgot of any, throw some nicknames in there. I mean, there's a lot on the cutting room floor. You got H. You got Smash. You got Studs. I think we used to call Tim Jamal or Jamal what Meyer. Was, it, was that for like Jamal Murray or something? <laughs> I think that was before Jamal Murray was like even in the league. So I, I don't know. I think it was, it was something to do with the Oval Office crew. So, but. You mean Savas? Right, well, you mean Savas? Sorry. Yeah. Savas, Jamal, Meyer. I know it's, it's hard to get used to. I'm so used to being Smash, but yeah. thank goodness it's not you. So let's, let's go into it. I know you recapped it a bit. Let's get your reaction. I got Tim's reaction as well as a rudder reaction. So were you feeling scared? I mean, on paper, it looked like your team was going to lose. But what was was your thought? On paper, I think I was like a 20-point dog, right? Yeah. 20-point underdog. So I'm looking at my lineup. Like I knew knew Dak was going to be like fine. Like I thought he was going to get me like decent points. Um, the X factors for me were really, uh, you know, Calvin Ridley as he'd been all year. Like he's just been like up and down and he had his, probably his, I think his best game of the year, maybe. Um, and then basically just getting, two garbage like, touchdowns, right? More or less. Yeah, they were, they were getting smoked the whole game. They were like down 24, nothing or something. And, uh, he showed up. It was big that I switched Colts defense for uh, Texans defense and Texans defense was horrible. They got 36 points, but they did have a touchdown and two picks. So that kind of like saved it. Um, wow. yeah, no, I, I wasn't like 
feeling confident. I thought I had a chance because I, I, I have some players who had high upside. And again, like going against a guy who his whole team is Eagles, like, you know, if they just didn't like perform or like as long as A.J. Brown was shut down and uh, whatever his name, Devontae Smith got the got the, got the, got the touches. If he had, if Devontae Smith had a touchdown, I thought I was going to be okay because that that was like the thing because it just negates Jalen Hurts. But then obviously it came down to one that one pick six that that was the X factor, which is nuts. Even if it's just a regular pick, right? So I think it's minus four for a pick six, and I think it's minus two for an interception. If it was yep. just an interception and a Dory Jackson didn't score, I think you would have lost, right? Like it was it was a two pointer. Yep. So if it was just a regular pick. I would have lost by point two two, so basically no way two yards two point two yards right if I got yeah and That's and it. I love that part about fantasy football is that it can come down to these little these little things are you one because we we asked a couple people about this <clears throat> are you one to watch and like follow along religiously or you're just like let me watch the game and I will glance at it yeah so you know I, I'm pretty sure the last game for us was Christmas day. So, uh, I was watching all, like all weekend, all Sunday. I watched all games and I was kind of like, pre, like, you know, tracking. And then Monday, the Eagles giants game was like, we actually had a, a Christmas party at home. Uh, we, so we had a bunch of people over and I was doing all the cooking. So I was cooking nice. during the entire, the entire giants Eagles game. Like I saw like the first half and then the entire second half. So like, I didn't know what happened from like halftime on. I had no idea if I lost or won. I didn't, wasn't even checking my phone because I was like, I was busy cooking the whole time, like an hour and a half to two hours straight. I had so much to do and all these people were here. So I had no idea. And then I just looked, I was like, oh, nice. I won. But I didn't realize I won because of a pick six. I had no idea. Wow. <clears throat> I mean, Chef Boyardee over here. What were you cooking? Yeah, I did like a little, uh, you know, Greek spread. I made homemade tzatziki. I made. About like 120 grilled shrimp. Um, wow. Did orzo salad with like some feta, peppers, all that kind of stuff. We made a Greek salad, homemade hummus, like some antipasto platters. And uh, you know what? The Greek gods were looking over me, a.k.a. Savis. The Greek gods, that's what it was. Oh, my God. The Greek gods were looking over me. And they knew. <laughs> they knew. They're like, you know what? This guy, he's cooking. This Tim... He's now the Savas. That's what it was. I was I was about to ask, did you get the recipes from the Greek god himself, Suave P? <laughs> uh, I did not. I did not. His uh he's got his own little uh homemade uh tzatziki mix he likes to give to the boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty nasty, if you ask me. <laughs> um, well, here, before we go into it further, let me go ahead and give you what Tim said and then Rudda, and then I'll get your reaction on it. Well, boys, we did it. We are the Savas. We, uh, you know, it's a, obviously a really special and uh, important moment for us. Um, I want to thank uh, a lot of people to thank. I want to thank Savas, of course. Um, my big brother in Savas, Michael Crow, the legend. Thanks for uh, for paving the way for all of us other services. Um, you know, and I want to thank, of course, my number one hater, Eli. Um, shout out, you know. Um, yeah, just so much to be thankful for in this year of Savas. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the time off. Um, I'm going to take it. I'm going to see the world. 
probably go back to the home country, check out Greece, see what's up. Um, make some jello shots, make some gin buckets. It's a big year. Next year is going to be the year of Savas. I'll see you guys in 2025. There you have it. I think every year is the year of Savas, though. Wouldn't, wouldn't you agree? Uh, it is. That guy, He's uh, he's been drinking gin buckets, jizz buckets. He's been all kind of buckets. All sorts of buckets. All right, Rutter, what, what do you think? I am so happy Tim is the Savas. All right, there you have it. Very big response from Rutter. Very big response. So, well, congrats. You are a two-time Savas Bowl winner. I mean, I don't know if you call it a winner or runner-up, but congrats. Appreciate that. You know, anytime you can avoid being uh, the Savas, it's, it's a good day. I, I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, you're not the Savas. You're, you are not him. And, and that's it. I just showed up, did what I had to do, made that Greek food, and boom. Yeah, that's a little that's a little tidbits because the year you played me, what well, I think you were Joik Bell, right? So you were praying to the to the Joik Bell gods. This year you're praying, praying to the Greek gods, and then last year you won. So with that being said, are you still going to do your same auction like mentality? Are you are you, you going after three big dogs and then kind of you know going after a couple one dollar players, or what's the plan look like next year? Yeah, I, I, I think I'm gonna, you know, my my strategy has worked. I've been in meaningful games at the end of the year, every single year. I'm in some kind of championship. Uh, you know, if your team's not good enough to win it, you the whole championship, you better win the Savas. So I want to be either at the top or the bottom, but not the bottom in the gateway. Just at the bottom. Not the bottom. Yeah, I was about to. I was about to say. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well, what we'll do. So I, I know I had thrown a couple other things on here, but since Calv's not on. I don't think we'll do the 2023 20, season recap or trades <clears throat> um, until he's on next week. And we'll just do a full kind of year-end Happy New Year stuff. So I guess what we'll do is we'll just do a Final Four recap. We'll go into the championship preview uh, with Rudda's takes. And then we can do your best bets for, for, the, for everything this Sunday. And then recommendations. This is something that we're doing new where <clears throat> if you've read a book, movie, podcast, whatever the case may be, Tell us how you're feeling. So at this point, let me go ahead and throw Corey's um, Corey's soundbite on here after that magical, magical commercial. But uh, here, here you have it. Thank you to everyone who supported the best underdog story in all of fantasy football. The Brax Outside Boys, Corey Gooby. The fans who had our backs all year, we know and love you. Thank you so much for being there throughout all the ups and downs, the trials and tribulations. Uh, to those who didn't have our back, questioning trades we made or like Keenan Allen or Jamar Chase so early in the season, uh, enjoy being the Savas. Not going to mention any names. <laughs> Following up on last week's uh, pod topic, I'd say the best part of working at Barstool is parlaying Work trips and vacations to see the McDougal boys from the Final Four to Miami F1 uh, to Eli's Make-A-Wish, hanging out with Compton and PFT. The more I get to see you boys, uh, the better my life is. So good luck to Jake and Rudd in the finals. Let's definitely play on more occasions in 2024. Love you guys.
And there you have it. True gentleman. It was a, it was a great fight, him and I. 87 to 85, one of the higher scoring games that we've seen all year <laughs> in the semis. Uh, I don't know. What what did you think? Were you following along anything with the championship or no? I was. I, I saw your score was really low. Uh, I think Rudda won by like 10 or 15 over Sharp. Am I making that up? No, I think you're I think you're on. He had won by like 15. Yeah, something like that. So I mean, you know, it was they're good matchups, good close matchups. I mean, look, sometimes whatever, you, as long as you get there, you get there. So it doesn't matter if it's low scoring and you barely win and like your team didn't show up that your whole season's to get advanced to the next round. So you were there, you won, and uh it was good for you. But I I, I will interject right right here real, real quick cuz you said true gentleman and I was with Big Brett the other day, who's also an essay. He's from Big Brett, and he's like zanging it. Can you even name the founding fathers? And I was like, yes, I can. And I came up with uh, Leslie Noble Devotee. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think Ethan Cochran or something like that. Ethan Cochrane, some shit like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think Nate Nathan Peterman. And yes, from Seinfeld. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Nothing is a quarterback for the Bills and the Bears. <laughs> uh, Joyke Bell and Joyke Bell and Noble and Leslie Rich- Devotee, right? Yep. That and, yep. Yep. And Richard Richard Sherman. Those are Richard my... Sherman and Thomas Fugard. I think was Thomas Fugard. That rounds out my true gentleman founding fathers. <laughs> was he able to do it? Well. What's funny, actually, I, I'm glad you brought that up because anytime I'm out with Paterik or Kevin and sometimes we get a little, you know, inebriated, oh, Daniel yes. will always ask us if we can recite The True Gentleman. And I, I can't get past the first line. A True Gentleman I, I by Brother John Walter Whalen. Mm-hmm. Hit it. What do you got? How far can you go? True Gentleman by John Walter Wayman. Wayman? <laughs> <laughs> True gentleman is a man whose conduct proceeds from goodwill and acute sense of propriety. Does uh, good things with friends and <laughs> plays fantasy football and, and loves big tits. <laughs> who, whose deed follows his word? Yes, I, my I just I, follows my word. Did you get it on the first time? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think how many, how many times did it take you in order to, to, to get through? Actually, I might have done it my first time. I think I didn't try it until the, the second to last week possible. Like I just No way. It. I swear to God. So it was like I had either that week and I had one more and I just did it and like I was close enough and people were like I I think I paused or I might have missed a word. I don't know. I forget. Yeah. I I think I got it my first try, but it, it was it was intense. Like I, I, I think I remember Busto in the back, like trying to, like, fuck, fuck me up a bit, and yeah, I don't know. It was, it was, it was wild. What I had actually heard is one of my buddies in Chicago was an SAE, well, whatever acquaintance, let's say, and they had made their pledges say the true gentleman, like without any slip ups, like ours, but they had to light a match beforehand. Yeah. And they had to finish it before the match, before they dropped the match, basically. Had you heard of something like that? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've heard of other guys doing the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, let's go over to Rudda. Rudda's got a recap with Sharf, uh, and I think a little preview with me. We'll go into that preview, and then we'll go into whether or not Zhang's toes. So I'm pretty happy I beat Sharf. I, I did think I would beat him. Um, his team has been so hot that I knew uh, that his team had to fall one of these days, and I would rather have played him last week than this upcoming week. So when Jake picked Corey, I was like, all right, I gotta be sharp now. It's time. It's the best opportunity for me. And nevertheless, his team produced incredibly well. Every person scored a touchdown. Everyone out did their projections. Um, and I got lucky. Amari Cooper truly saved my season. Um, so that is exciting. Um, I, w- I am sick and tired of this reverse jinx bullshit, though. I've gotten multiple texts from Sharp saying congrats, even when I played them earlier in the season. Um, going to the Monday, Monday night game when I played him again earlier in the season, he sent me that congrats text, and it's horseshit. It's annoying. Last at the best, like, what am I supposed to respond to that? So was less than thrilled about that, um, but hey, I beat Sharf. I am truly the king of Bethesda because Sharf is now a Bethesda boy, um, and there could only be one king. Um, and yeah, so... Big win, really feeling good and confident going into the finals. Um, and Jake, I truly think I'm going to kick your ass. So that is my hot take. Whoa. All right. Yeah, hot. <clears throat> so there you have it. Rudda, okay. the king of Bethesda. Hmm. I mean, we can, we can go ahead and look at it right now. Uh, the, he sent me that, I guess, full disclosure, he sent me that, I think, on Tuesday. So this was before... We knew anything about Amari Cooper sitting out. Um, who knows if Josh Jacobs will, but he's got Zamir White, I think, and then Jamar Chase. Like, who knows if he's going to play? So he put in Kareem Hunt. He already scored a touchdown. He's literally got three rushes for 10 yards and a touchdown. So congrats to him. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Zanks? What do you think in this matchup? You picking your boy Tony Gumbo Pollard or Rudd a flipping the table? Uh, is that what he's doing in that picture? Yeah. I had no idea what that was. Okay, so put them on the table. <laughs> well, I don't like people who vandalize property, so I'm going to have to go with Tony Gumbo Pollard here. Mm. Uh, I think Tony Gumbo is, you know, a guy who's been working, grinding all year. And let me tell you what the X factor here. James Cook's going to go off. James Cook, after fumbling last week, you know, almost blowing that game for them, he's going to go off this week. New England's going to get cooked, and no pun intended. Um, but, yeah, so I, I like uh, Tony Gumbo here, and he's got the whole Dallas squad rocking. You're playing against yeah. the Detroit team that just has no defense. So I think between Lamb, Pollard, and Ferguson, you're going to put up 50 points between those three. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. Pollard's been so disappointing. Um, we'll get into it next week, but we're going to go into best picks for everyone and worst picks, and I, I have to say that spending 52 bucks on Pollard was, was tough. It's not 63 on your boy Eckler, but still, <laughs> um, that's, a, that's another time, another day. Um, I kind of got lucky with Elliott and Singletary. I just kind of picked those guys up on a whim, and they've kind of carried me through, but I think Buffalo defense, if they do shut down New England, um, it'll be good. I, I just with I'm gonna pick myself. Like there's there's no such thing as a reverse jinx. I've been riding with myself for a while. 
Um, mm-hmm. I just don't like his wide receivers, especially if Chase doesn't play. Like he's got Hopkins and Godwin. Like that's, but those guys could boom. You know, like you you never know. They're playing New Orleans and you know Houston. So I don't know. I'll probably go with myself here. I see what you're kind of doing here, at like you know playing Gabe Davis to like kind of like negate his Josh Allen. Like yeah. Uh, I do think you're heavy in two games, which can always be kind of like scary. You're just like heavy in the Bills game and then and the Cowboys game. Um, yep. But I mean, those are two really good matchups, and you know, obviously monitor the Zeke thing with. Uh, He's got the flu. Ramondre might be back or something. I don't know, but. Oh, they just put him on IR. So. Yeah, so Zeke should be playing, but but yeah, I mean, I I wanted to start Addison, but now that they're starting a rookie quarterback, it's just like you have no idea what's going to happen, even though they're playing Green Bay. So I figure if Allen's going to throw a couple touchdowns, he throws one to Gabe, similar to what you did with Hurts. We'll we'll see we'll see if it negates it, but right now it's basically a fifty fifty split, so should be pretty fun. Good matchup. Should be yeah, it should be a good matchup. So, all right, well, Let let's go. Sorry, I gotta interject. Yeah, please. This, thing. this is all really a sign. Joe Flacco now just threw a pick six. There's two pick sixes in this game. That's why you're Savas Meyer. Wow, Savas Jamal Meyer. Um, yeah, we'll see him in 2025, which is interesting. So he is gonna get relegated apparently. How do you feel about that? I guess before we go into whether or not you know, Are you really bringing in somebody new. Yeah, I think it's actually between. This is this is all hearsay. This is this is second or third third hand, but John Trock potentially, uh, Michael Eisenstein. Yeah, his own. So he'd split off from H. He'd be his own, or Bo, um, and I think Gooby was in the mix too. Bo yeah, doesn't Rocky, know. Rocky would be great additions. They would be. I mean, it's fun. I kind of like the relegation uh, part of it. I like it's it. interesting. Yeah, it's it's new. It's unique. You know. Yeah. So is uh, Tim also going to change? Or sorry, is Savas going to change his photo to a photo with Savas? I think we got rid of that because, well, he. he I think he will in the group me, but we used to do it on Facebook. And I think Savas was starting to pick up. He should do it on Facebook for sure. I think he should post an Instagram photo of him and Savas, like to his like post <laughs> thing. And I think he should make his LinkedIn picture of him and Savas. <laughs> the LinkedIn picture. That's uh that's the best one. He's, or yeah. he picks two of those three. Two of those three as a punishment. Facebook profile picture, Instagram post with Savas, or LinkedIn picture with Savas. It has to be two of those three, I think. What about a TikTok with Savas? Nobody does TikTok. Only like young, young, uh, young children, and then you know the, the people who do like the cooking, like the they like make the noises. I do so, like those. Those are good. I like those good noises, but uh, no, two of those three, and I think t- uh, Savas has to do it, and there's no talking about it. All right, we'll leave it up to uh, to Smash to make to enforce that. We can so, do a vote. Let's just do a vote in the in the chat. Yeah, we'll we'll vote by unanimous consent, just you and me. I like that. 
<laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> hey, Chicago, what do you say? Hey, the Cubs are going to lose today. Um, all right, so we have the championship preview. All right, let's go. <clears throat> I don't want to steal your thunder, so let's just go into Rudda's best bet, and then we'll leave it up to you. Ooh, I love the Saturday night Lions-Cowboys game. Give me the Lions. Um, plus six points. That's fucking awesome. Lions are going to win outright for sure. Um, but, yeah, give me Lions in the six points. All right. Zanks, do you still know? All right, we got the fucking fastest two minutes in sports here. You know, I know. I know you know that I know. And we all know that I know. Um, our boy Johnny Trock just texted me the other week, and he was like, Zangs, give me an absolute lock. Boom. What did I give him? I gave him the Panthers. Why? Everyone's, oh, Panthers, trash, trash. I was like, no, take them money line. That's when they beat the Falcons straight up. And then he came back to the well, and he's like, give me another pick. Boom, Panthers again. I gave him money line. So let's see, who the Panthers playing this week? Ooh, they're playing the Jaguars. Jaguars been skidding, skidding. No, you're wrong. You don't take the Panthers this week. You take the Jags, minus six. We love it. Then we love, this is actually my lock of the week. The Indianapolis Colts, minus three and a half at home against the Raiders. The Raiders are dog shit. I don't care that they beat the Chiefs. Their defense is fine. They got two defensive touchdowns. Aiden Hill or O'Connell, whatever his name is. You know, you're Northwestern boy. I know, like, you got the roots, but he's just not. Actually, he went to Purdue, right? He went to Purdue. Never... Trevor Simeon went to, yeah, yeah. Keep going, yeah, keep yeah. going. He's like that still Big Ten garbage. Like, one of those Iowa schools that don't score touchdowns, even though it's in Indiana. Whatever. Take the Colts. Minus three and a half. We love that. So, so far, we got Colts and Jags. Next pick we're going to go with is, uh, I, I, I alluded to it a little earlier when I said uh, the Patriots are going to get cooked. By James Cook. Mm. I like Bills. Um, there's lines are all over the place. It's like I've seen minus 12, minus 13. Take whatever the hell it is. They're just going to dominate them. Bills are going to blow them out. I'm predicting like 40 to 7 final score. Next game we like here, uh, we're going to have to roll with uh, Atlanta Falcons at your Chicago Bears. Mm. Your Bears are getting minus 3. And I actually like the Bears. I've been betting them a lot. I took them. Uh, Money line last week. They, they won last week, right? Yeah. Yeah, I took them money line last week. I like them. Uh, but Falcons are going to come in this week. They're, they're just a better team. The Falcons, they, have a, like a, they just have more offensive weapons, in my opinion. Uh, I think they locked down Justin Fields. Actually, let's take a look at the weather real quick in Chicago. It's supposed to rain with a little snow, potentially. Is it? Yeah. Sunday. Oh, yeah, it's a cold day. Falcons are a real tough team. I think uh, our boy from the U, Calais Campbell, is going to wreak some havoc for Justin Fields. I like the Falcons plus three. I also like the money line and trip to win, so if you want to sprinkle that, go there. And for the fifth pick, I love the Saints plus two and a half. I also like a money line over the Bucks. Everyone's riding the Bucks. The Bucks have been hot, but they're not that good of a team. Uh, so I like the Saints. So five picks. Saints, Falcons. Jaguars, Bills, and Mega Lock, two units on the Colts. There you have it. Zangs. Knows. We'll see. We'll find out. Would you throw <clears throat> would you sprinkle a little bit uh a little bit on a parlay here? Oh yeah. I'll uh 
I'll do all five of those teams parlay. I will do it myself. A hundred dollar parlay on those five teams. Whoa! If anyone wants to sprinkle along with you and Venmo you some cash, are you open and willing? I always sprinkle. Always. <laughs> All right. Well, I can't wait to throw the music on on that one. Uh, it's usually one of my favorite editing jobs, so I'm I'm very excited. Um, all right. Well, do you have any recommendations? Um, you know, you talked about cooking. You we we talked a little bit about movies, shows, whatever. Wh- what's been going on? What would you recommend for us to watch here in the next couple yeah. couple weeks? Um, I don't know if anybody's seen it. It's on Apple TV. It's called Drops of God. Have you seen it, Jake? No. I've heard about it, though. It's so good. So, like, give you a quick premise. Like, this guy was, like, a master sommelier and had, like, the largest wine collection in the world and had a daughter that he was, like, estranged from. Um, he's, he was, like, dying, called his daughter. Hey, come back. Come here. Visit me because I'm dying. I want to see you before... Yeah, die. She shows up. He's already dead. So she's with the estate planning attorney, which is what I do. And he's like, oh, like if you want your father's inheritance, you have to go through a series of three tests about wine. And you're going to be competing against uh, his top student from his like enology class, which is basically the study of study of wine is. And it's a sick show. So it's it's great. Um, Highly, highly recommend it. It is on Apple TV. It's a mini series. It's just eight episodes. Really good. Any anyone uh, famous actors or actresses or anyone that we would know? No, nobody would know any of the uh, actors actresses. It's like it's a it, the show's in like part of it's in French, part of it's in Japanese, and then part of it's in English. And you just got to throw some subtitles on. Uh, one more one more time with the name for the fans that are looking at it. Drops of God. Drops of Jupiter. All right, perfect. Um, well, I appreciate that. I don't have any recommendations for right now. We'll get into Ruddas. So um, in terms of recommendations, not a lot to recommend these days. I forgot what I even recommended on the pod the last time, but I'm sure it was awesome. Um, that's one thing I'd recommend in the year 2023, year 2024, is new dryer washer technology. Um, We had to replace our washer dryer um, this past month. We got a pretty great deal um, from Best Buy over Black Friday, but the technology that new washer dryers produce and give you is fucking incredible. I get a push notification to my phone when the washer and drying cycle is complete, so I can just know to change it as opposed to going to the machine and checking it out so that's a big life upgrade um we had a washer dryer that was 10 years old and it was fucking awful and i felt like our house was going to burn down at any moment so one obviously that's good to have a new washer dryer but really like the smart app technology couldn't recommend it more Hmm. what type of washer dryer you got over there boy uh i got what is that company? Not Samsung. Is it Samsung? I don't know. One of these Asian, fancy Asian companies. <laughs> Do you have one of those fancy, fancy schmancy push notifications? I don't got no push notifications. I just got the good old fashioned beep beep boy. The beep. You a cat boy? You a cat boy or a dog boy? Beep beep. 
All right. Well, I think that's that's everything. So you got the well. What are the plans for New Year's? You normally well, I, I know, but for the people that don't know, um, what do you got going on for New Year's Day? For Eve uh, and Day. New Year's Eve. So Jake says he knows. I got a VIP reservation at Scarlet's Boys. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I go to uh, my buddy Matt Leeds. He throws a party every year. So uh, is that what you thought I was doing? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Leeds, Alex Leeds' brother throws a party. So uh, I go there. It's actually funny. So I told EJ, I was like, oh, because EJ usually comes too. I was like, and he crashes at my place. But EJ like come to the party and he's like, dude, I, I can't go to this party anymore. It's the same people every year. And I say the same conversation. Oh, like, good to see you. Like, what have you been up to? And it's like, oh, you have kids? Nice. And they go to like, oh, EJ, you just bang sluts? Nice. Like, it's the same <laughs> and the best part, you guys know the big dog uh, meme right now at Tiger Woods? Yeah, 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 yeah. EJ's like, I don't even remember some of these guys' names. I just call everybody big dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from from what I hear, it's it's a really fun time. Like, it's a great, it's a great party. It, it is a good party. So last year... We took these like chocolate mushrooms that like you know they kind of like make your make you a little loopy or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, and Davi was also there last year, <laughs> and we have me and EJ have this joke because the co- community Leeds lives in is called BBC. <laughs> I, I swear, to God, I you can't, you're making that up. You're making that I swear up. That's like Boca Bay Colony, but like outside the community, <laughs> just this BBC in huge letters. So. Me and EJ were like, oh, we're on, we're on BBC, we're uh, Davi shoots his pornos. And just, <laughs> <laughs> the whole party, we're just like, Davi and his BBC just running around here, have to tape his wiener around his leg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. So la- last year, did you, um, did EJ play Davi in the pickleball championship or whatever for like 10 grand? Or was that two years <laughs> yeah, ago? So- so this was last year. Uh, Davi and EJ played. Davi gave EJ. They were playing up to eleven. Mm-hmm. Davi gave EJ nine points. Nine points to start. Nine zero. And he's like, "If you beat me, I'll give you ten thousand dollars." No and way. Da- yeah, and Davi beat him eleven nine. Eleven nine. So EJ didn't score once. No, it was wild. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was it was actually awesome. It was uh, very funny, and then EJ was so sad and depressed. He's like, he's like, I'm done. I'm done with this stupid game." <laughs> <laughs> I I wish we could have got a video. I wish we could have got something along those lines. I did I did, I did live Snapchats, but I, I I didn't like film or record anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, cool. We'll have fun. Uh, I'm gonna be up in. So I'm going to be Ale, my wife, uh, who you know, um, yep. she and her family, they have a farm up in LaBelle, Florida. Okay, cool. So we're going to do some hunt, hunting, fishing, and loving every day up there uh, with some That's bonfires. Pretty it's, it's pretty it's pretty chilly down here in Florida, so it's like 60 degrees. It's going to be... Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good time, but we'll come back, and then I was actually going to hit you guys up to see if... Um, I'll drive up by you guys and, and hang out, grab some drinks or grab dinner or something one night. So we can figure yeah. it out. 
Oh, yeah, so EJ's coming down on uh, January 3rd. For anybody who's listening, that's going to be in Florida. And he's here till the 17th. I'm going to be here till like, the 16th. Oh, perfect. So all you listeners out there, if you're looking for some big beef silver and some skinny zang for that fat so EJ, uh, just let us know. We're, we're around. Well, good. Uh, I think there's one last sound bite from Rudda, and then we'll send it on off, all right? Thanks for having me on the pod, guys. Uh, hope you have a good New Year. Stay safe. Have fun. Drink a couple mudslides. Send some text. Send some love you guys text. Um, just have fun. Enjoy yourself. Be merry. Be cherry. Be suave. There, there it is. Be suave. Well, Zangs, I'm sure everyone's going to get a kick out of this listening uh, before the New Year's. Thanks again for hopping on. I know I've been a bug for a couple weeks. No, 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 um, bug, no bug. This is great. This is great. I'm, I've, I've been dying to do it. I've just been busy. But uh, do me a favor. On, on the outro here, play Suavemente because uh, our boy Suavis Meyer, he needs it. So you know that's the intro. Is that the intro? That's the intro. So you do listen to the podcast. So that's the one. There's actually been some hot takes. Uh, some people don't like it. Some people do like it. So that's the one that I came in with. Um, well, give me another outro song, though. Another Suave song. That's suave. Uh, okay. Oh, the, the OG's the Suave song. Which is, uh, by the most. I'm gonna I'm gonna sync up the song so that it links up with with you singing that part with them. So I like that. I like that. <clears throat> All right, Rodeo Ron. Um, we'll talk to you later. Congrats again on not being the Savas, and we'll swab you next year. <laughs> okay. Thanks you very much for having me. <laughs>